Morning, John. Morning, Steve. How are you today? I'm up and moving, John, which is, uh, yeah, I guess is a thing. So, how are you doing? I am well, thank you. Yeah, okay. So, so John, since last we talked, here we go. You ready? Sure. I, I, I played nine holes of golf last Friday and decided to walk and uh, in a really, really poor decision wore my expensive shoes that have never quite worked right. So I have, I have the biggest blister I've ever had in my life on my right heel. So I was unable to, I was literally unable to walk essentially for a couple days with a shoe on. So, okay, so that's the start of the week. I, I got my second booster of the COVID shot on Wednesday and of course had a, you know, standard bad symptom reaction. So I was in bed till noon yesterday. So I've had a great week, John. Oh, and it, and it, and it, and it snowed more than one day this week here. But other than that, John, things are great. Sounds like it's awesome. Yeah, so those of you who stumbled upon the agonies of Steve, we're the obvious brothers. I'm obvious Steve and... This is obvious John. <clears throat> yeah, he's obviously John. And to remind you all, but more to remind John, we, we have over the years put together a list of things that we are not going to do during this podcast. So here we go, John. Don't eat snacks. Don't do this. Don't do this, John. Uh, I, I am supposed to edit the tape for, for the 30 seconds that we might be off at various times, okay? You are not supposed to clink the ice in your drink or slurp the drink uh, that you if you're drinking coffee. I guess you've been known to do both. We are not supposed to play funeral dirges because that's a bummer and new rule not too much on Moon Knight. Oh, not too much on Moon Knight. No, okay. no, I was told way, way, way too much on Moon Knight in last week's podcast, John. So, okay. you, you want to respond to the Moon Knight thing, John? I mean, it's about the only thing we got going for us right now, except for, you know what today is, right? Uh, a week after Earth Day? Today is the release of the final episodes of Ozark. Wow. Okay. I'll, I'll have. I mean, let me make a note of that, John. Okay. So, so John. Yeah, have uh, you watched Ozark? No. Oh man, it's great. Uh, and, and to remind you, I should put this on the list, although it's not a don't. To remind everybody who listens, all three of you, John likes everything. So. Uh, uh, we, uh, yep, John, I went to, we went to the movies last Saturday. What'd you go see? Uh, I don't remember the name of it, but it's the Nicolas Cage movie where he plays Nicolas Cage. Oh, the, uh, something talent. Yeah, something about it is immense talent, and it is, it is, it's very, it's very good, very funny. Uh, I don't know how they got Nicolas Cage to play himself in the movie. I guess he seems to, must have a sense of humor about himself. But yes, it's uh, yes, it, it, it's quite the trip. It is worth seeing. So uh, there you go. There's a, there is a thumbs up right there, John. So uh, hey, Steve. Yeah. How did the Roman Empire get split in two? I I. I 
I'm not sure how this joke's going, John, but there you, let's hear it. With a pair of Caesars. Oh. That's actually pretty good. Yes, well, that that's even better because that makes for a segue to the show we've been watching uh, on uh, on one of the streaming services. We've been watching season two of Britannia, so um, it's uh, if you you don't know what it's about, it's about the Romans trying to conquer uh, uh, Britain, Britain back in the day. What forty three uh, uh, as we used to say A D right. So, okay. so, 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 nice, nice segue. Uh, Speaking of Britain, I saw a funny tweet about Britain yesterday. British people are always complaining about American food, like it's too salty, it's too much pepper, it's too much this. Yeah. And somebody commented, yeah, Britain literally spent hundreds of years conquering every country for spices and decided they didn't like any of them. Oh, right. Well, uh huh. Yeah, I could see that coming because. Uh, uh, if if you don't remember, uh, British food is is famously bland. Yes, and uh, I, the Irish uh, don't do a lot better. So uh, I think it's weird though, but they love curry. Yeah, which is well, pretty spicy. yeah, well, but you know, if you get you get a low end curry, it's not terribly spicy. Yeah, you know you know how that is with with such foods, right? The uh, when you when you mainstream it, it, it they it, they they softened it for. So 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 John, um, minute number six of this podcast last night uh, because the, the CBS version of Ghosts um, is it, it seems to have completed its season. We went and found the BBC version of the show Ghosts. And I, I want you to know it is uh, it is several degrees funnier than the American version. Uh, That's typical. Yeah, that, that's the, the British. British are much where they don't like spice in their food. They like more spice in their comedies. So it it, it, it is edgier. Uh, I I can't get over the fact that they did not translate the the one character to the American version. It is a guy wearing a ruffle with his head chopped off. So there, there, there are, of course, the the inevitable jokes where the head gets left one place and the body is roaming around, and there is one scene where he's going warm, warmer, warmer, boiling, boiling, colder, colder, colder. <laughs> so yeah, so it's uh, yeah, yeah, that yeah, so so yeah, that one's not uh, yeah, that one's not is uh, yeah. And, and the and the guy with no pants is, is a former member died as a member of parliament, and he, in the second episode he uh, was uh, quite upset when he was able to type in because remember uh, Trevor well you don't remember because you don't remember ever watching the show Trevor has the power to move things just a little bit so he's able to type with a lot of effort on the keyboard his name and legacy into the browser. And he finds out that all the all the pages just remember him as the guy who died with his pants down, uh, and and he's he's quite quite upset by that, uh, thinking that you know he was a much better legislator. Uh, what did he say? I I solved the the Arabian crisis. Really, you did? Well, yes, I did. I I started a war, but I solved the crisis. Yeah, so that's. <laughs> 
Yeah, well, yeah, there's, uh, yes, the, uh, the the black woman who isn't quite the same character, although I think she's wearing almost the same dress uh, as the American version last night, uh, is, went through life with thinking that uh, the way you made babies was bumping ears together. And so, <laughs> so, uh, and, and, and the, the guy from Parliament was explaining it to her uh, at one point, where it took four people and a rope, and I think it was called the Himalayan. Uh, but, uh, <laughs> but 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 by the end, the uh, uh, the, uh, the the lead character uh, didn't bother explaining it to her. Just held up a phone and showed her a video from a zoo of uh, two monkeys that was kind of a lot of people had been watching and laughing at. And she looked at it and goes, "No, no, no." Yeah, so. Yeah, four four people and, and a rope, John. Yeah, just keep that in mind. Uh, so so John, uh, you know we're supposed to be doing a semi sports podcast here, and it would not be good for us as semi sports uh, aficionados to ignore the NFL draft last night. Though I think it was pretty ignorable. So yeah. Yeah, I I mean there was a couple sparks, lots of swapping of picks and stuff like that some things i don't always understand there was swapping um, of picks i did my recap i saw so it said nothing about swapping of, you mean trade trading players for picks yeah yeah like uh there are a couple wide receivers moved for for picks okay explain this one to me were they both na- are they both named brown that moved <laughs> yes both browns yeah okay um, yeah But I, I I also saw that, that Jackson was told ahead of time that he was going. Well, then what did he tweet? What the fuck? I don't know. Yeah, yeah. Okay. But then the Titans trade AJ Brown, who's yeah. I would say probably a top ten wide receiver in the league, to the Eagles for the 18th pick, and then draft a wide receiver. Yeah. You can't tell me that Traylon Burks is going to replace. Something like that, or that, or he was disgruntled. Yeah, I mean, but and it's a good combination. I don't, I don't, I, you know, I, unlike you, I don't have every contract in the NFL memorized, and and uh, I don't have every contract in uh, how it affects a team memorized. But yeah, I, I'm sure they would be happy to have the cap space, and it's probably a marginal. Maybe just a marginal decrease in quality. I mean, they are picking a number one, you know, first round wide receiver. So yeah, he's a stud. I mean, he's a, uh, he's got ranked fifth in his position overall, twenty fourth. Took him eighteenth, so maybe it could be a bit of a stretch, but still. Well, wide receiver taking one, two, three. Yeah, taking like sixth or seventh in the draft. But. Yeah, wide receiver was like the deepest position in the draft. In this, a lot of edge rushers too. Yeah, edge rushers and wide receivers. Yes, I saw a lot of, a lot of. The, well, I I understood there were several offensive tackles who were quite good, but I think I think I 
Somebody said that wide receiver was the deepest position that you could go pretty deep and be pretty certain that they were going to be standout players in the NFL. So yeah, there were six drafted in the top eighteen, so that's pretty saying that saying a lot about the position. Right. Well, and especially yeah, and and, and nobody stretched past six wide receivers to get a quarterback. So uh, right, which says something. Yeah. So that uh, brings me that quarterback segues into a couple of uh, one tweet or text you sent me this week about um, somebody's bold predictions this week. Which I think that he was 0 for 4. I'll have to go back and look. He, he actually got one of them right and only one. Oh, what, what, did he have one of the receivers? Did he have the receiver moving? A.J. Brown he didn't had, trade? No, he had Debo moving, which did not happen. But he did. His number two was that Kayvon uh, Thibodeau doesn't slide and that he's picked within the top five, and he got picked in, at the fifth spot. Yeah, well, yeah, he got picked fifth. So so uh, quarterback is a nice segue to something. Uh, okay, uh, so I'm listening to somebody uh, about this, and, you know, I, I'm, if I didn't make it clear last week, I'll make it even clearer this week. I really don't try and pay much attention to this shit. So, but constantly I heard people say the Lions shouldn't take Hutchison or, or thinking of not taking Hutchison. That's his name, right? Uh, yep. uh, Hutchison at, at, number, at number two, uh, that they are thinking about taking Thibodeau and blah, 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 blah. And I'm like, really? And in the early drafts I saw, I saw Hutch, had Hutchison going number one. Even, uh, but so so he's he he is definitely that good. Why wouldn't you take the hometown kid? I'm saying, and the same thing is with the the Steelers. I saw him taking the guy from Cincinnati in the where they took Pickett last night, and I was like, why would they take the kid from Cincinnati and not the kid from across town who is, I think, a lot of people thought better. I mean, he had a better college career, I would say. Uh, than, yeah. and, and and but so why why do these people think the people in the front office don't think it's a good idea to take a star kid from the college, you know, in the shadow of their stadium? I, I don't, I don't. I mean, I mean, it brings you in, brings you instant fans, right? Instant fans sells tickets, right? It, it sells jerseys, right? Yes. I think it is a, a good. I mean, if it's you don't reach for that player, but if they're available and it's if it's your your scheme, then yeah, definitely, I one hundred percent agree. I don't. I so I don't like like the Steelers thing makes no absolute. Neither one of them makes any sense to me. I, and I'm like, uh, and of course they both did what I thought they should do, but it's like, do these analysts just overthink everything or? Of course they do. Oh, okay. All right. What, what else do they got to do? All right. Well, I I guess there you go. Uh, so I, I I you know it, from the outside it looked like a pretty boring draft. Yeah, I think it was. Um, I mean, but it leads to another uh, text message exchange this week talking about the whiniest um, fan base. Yeah. And even as a a diehard cowboy fan, I I owned up to the fact that I think. Cowboys fans are amongst the worst and the most whiniest, uh, and it's getting worse as every year that we go without making a Super Bowl. 
Yeah. And they, they were just boohooing all over the place that we made. You know, we had the worst draft of, of our division. Okay, sure, we had one pick. Everybody else had, like, two or three. Right. I mean, it's pretty, pretty easy to have a good first round when you got three picks like the Eagles did. Right. Um, you know, Washington was up ahead of them. They picked a great wide receiver out of Penn State with John Do- Jahan Dotson. No, no, uh, no, no, John. I, I forgot to lead with this. John, <laughs> you you didn't tell me you were going to play for the Commanders in the NFL this coming year. Well, I, I'm not nearly as uh, versatile or fast as that Jahan Dotson. Uh, well, that's not his name anyway. So, uh, but, uh, okay. But, uh, so... And just to, to highlight what you're saying, uh, another thing I texted you was, uh, and I think it's damn funny, is that the Giants were shopping their pick at number seven. The thing was, all the all the experts said, shop away, nobody wants it. And they ended up keeping it and, and using it. They, uh, they had the fifth and the seventh pick. So, uh, yeah, it's tough if you're, you're Cowboys who won the divisions or picking in the 20s to match up with people who are pitching, picking fifth and seventh, and you know, like you say, Eagles had three, so yeah. They traded away most of them, though. Well, yeah, they they made a trade. I mean, they ended up only making one pick. It looks like. Oh. Yeah, they only made one pick, but they well, I mean, they obviously got AJ Brown, you know, which is an upgraded wide receiver, and that instantly changed their odds for. Um, yeah. In Vegas, right? So, yeah, so so they're they're winding it up, huh? And and who did who did the Cowboys take last night? We took an offensive ta- a tackle, which I, it was a neat position. Okay. And one of the and who who, who who is he? Uh, he's out of Tulsa. Oh, okay. So I wouldn't have heard of him necessarily. Okay. He's uh, all right. Top five. He's top five in his position, and overall thirty third. Texas? I don't know where he's originally from. I, I, I just, you know, uh, I, I would, wouldn't doubt that most of Tulsa's lineup is from Texas, but. Yeah. I would think. Yeah. So, all right. Well, the segue is into the, uh, the whiniest fans thing, John. Uh, I, I brought this up because uh, the Mets were whining uh this week about getting thrown at, and uh, so uh, I, I so the, the the reason I I said that they were whiny is because the facts do not really back up what they're they're whining about. Uh, they do lead the league in hit batters. There's no doubt about it. But uh, I heard somebody who did stats and and did this kind of analysis break this down first. As a league, as the major leagues are not ahead in terms of hit batters at this point in the season, it's they're running right at the average. So, you know, it's not like people are hitting a lot of people. And the second thing the person said is the Mets are last in Major League Baseball in throwing inside the right-handed hitters. 
So uh, they're just not used to seeing anybody. <laughs> you know, their pitchers don't jam anybody on the inside of the plate. And then they get up to the bat and it's like, oh, shit, what are you doing coming in here, man? Oh, oh, this is terrible. But, and uh, so, yeah. Yeah, yeah, Mets fans are pretty whiny, but they're a lot like Cowboys fans. They've had years of misery. Right, well, they, they uh, yeah, they, they remember the glory years, and they think that's where they're at. And, uh, yeah, 162 games gives you a lot of time to whine. So, yeah. Yeah. yeah so. Yeah. Uh, and, and, and I'll just say, as a, a person who follows the, the, the Cardinals baseball team, uh, their fan base is pretty, uh, yeah, I, I guess whiny is the thing. Uh, they they complain constantly that management does the wrong thing. So, uh, yeah. yeah. But then I, I and and you know you know baseball is a far more well that's not right. But you know you hear more about baseball moves right and trades and everything is because uh, it's in the middle of the season and so forth and stuff happens and and for like five six consecutive years the Cardinals have not really made a midsummer move of any significance and that they've, they've all, I think pretty much been in a hunt all six years and haven't haven't brought in a Max Scherzer for instance you know so the fan base has not been happy with the current uh, group uh, on the on the other hand uh, they have brought in Paul Goldsmith and Nolan Arenado who are pretty close to each being the best guy at his position uh, in, in MLB. So uh, uh, both Gold Glovers and, uh, I, I, you know, Arenado's led the league in homers and uh, Goldsmith's headed towards, at least they'll talk about the Hall of Fame for him. So, uh, yeah, so you, you, they, they don't seem to give him enough credit for that, but they, they whine a lot about, uh, they didn't pick up Scherzer, they didn't pick up, you know, Anybody, yeah, so. Yeah, nobody thinks about cap space, right? I mean, it's just all about, oh, well, I want this guy, I want that guy. Yeah, well, and that, and that's, I, I don't know how much they think, worry about cap space. They seem to have enough money. I mean, they're not the, like the Yankees or Red Sox or Dodgers going crazy, crazy. But on the other hand, uh, you, you guys start talking about uh, wins above replacement, right? I mean... Uh, yeah, yeah. They, they, yeah. They, they, I, I, I'm, I, I know that there's just been like, oh, they sent the wrong guy, you, you know, and away in this trade it was going to be a star, <clears throat> blah blah blah. Anyway, so uh, yeah, enough whining. If we're going to whine about baseball, I'm going to whine about the poor White Sox who are struggling, and uh, that's uh, it's not, yeah, it's not fun to watch. What's going on there? The hurt. Yeah, I, I mean, I mean, it, at this point, Jimenez is out. Moncado hasn't played. You know, both Robert and Pollock in the outfield have missed games. Uh, you know, Giolito missed uh, a couple starts. Lynn has not pitched all year. I could keep going. Just every. I mean, I, 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 uh, I follow Jason Benetti, who is their lead day-by-day TV uh, announcer, and he he tweets out the tip of the day, and one day Steve Stone's tip of the day is don't get anybody else hurt. Uh, so, 
it's it's been kind of like that almost every day somebody you know twinges a hamstring or you know trips on a base and turns their ankle and is going miss it has to be evaluated so I think Tony's spent more time checking on the latest evaluation on the next guy than he's done much anything else so uh, uh, everybody says they'll be all right when they you know get healthy and everything but uh yeah they're they're struggling to put the best team on the field and uh you know when when that happens you know the infamous the next guy up the next guy up has to play pretty damn well right if you're if you're coming in for somebody who's a potential all-star in you know Jimenez, you know, everybody thinks can lead the league in home runs at any minute. You know, you're you're filling in for some some heavy uh, shoes, and uh, it's just hard to do. So uh, that's where we are, and uh, we'll we'll see if they right the ship. But nobody's running away with the division anyway. So life is mildly good, All right? So yeah. So there you go. The happy news on. Uh, on, on Major League Baseball, which you you already are wondering what next year's going to look like, right? Yeah, pretty much. Pretty much. Yeah. Well. Yeah. They they kind of. I I all all the preseason discussion about the Cubs was what they had done in the last what year and a half, uh, including the off season, did not look like them trying hard to contend this year. So. Now, right. Now they weren't the, didn't exactly put their best best foot forward. Yeah, well, they didn't open the checkbook and uh, bring a bunch of guys in, and I think they're trying to figure out if the group they have, how many of them, are going to be part of the rebuild. Uh, and at some point, you know, some of these guys are going to go, and the good ones are going to stay, and they're going to pick up a couple guys, and they might be pretty good, right? So. Right. Right. So. There, there's the Cubs, so we probably uh, ought to get to the NBA. The NBA is uh, getting a little bit of juice going, huh? Yeah, we've had some uh, had some series get closed out. Yeah. Amazingly, well, we haven't had an upset yet, have we? No. No, not really. No. Yeah, there have been no upsets, but you know the big news, and you, I, I you did not respond anywhere near the way you should have to the big NBA news that I I uh, forwarded you from a tweet yesterday. The uh, one about Ben Simmons? Yeah, that one. <laughs> yeah, uh, and, and in case you all missed it, uh, the, the announcement from The Onion was that Ben Simmons is now ready to play. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. What the the day after they're eliminated, he's ready. He's ready to go. Yeah. So, hey, John. Uh, it they acted like this was breaking news that, uh, like, uh, like the general manager said in an interview that it wasn't just physical. That part of the problem was mental. Who would have seen that, John? That's you're you've got to be kidding me. <laughs> yeah, I I That's can you can, can you believe that, John? Wow. Unbelievable. Unbelievable. I, you know, that's why they pay these guys all that money, John. They are just uh, insightful as heck. You know, that's... Yeah. On top of it, aren't they? Yeah, well, yeah. Who knew? But it, he's ready to go now, John. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> that's pretty funny. Yeah. Well, I like and, and I, I know it was uh, 
Mad Dog I was listening to was was doing NBA calls one day, and he said, uh, you know, the Nets fans have to worry because they're stuck with uh, two contracts that they'd rather not be stuck with, and uh, he didn't know what they were going to do with them, and so uh, that, that's a problem. I, I'm, he's a big KD fan, and he thinks KD will be all right, but uh, Durant came there to play with uh, with Irving, and Irving, well, uh, Mad Dog hates him, and pretty much says so. Uh, and and uh, you know, it, Irving Irving still got a year of like forty million on his deal, so uh, he would be tough to get rid of, even if they could get rid of him. And Durant wouldn't. Well, Durant, I guess, is under contract for a couple more years, but. They, they they have problems. I'm not sure we care that they have problems, but uh, you know they were eliminated this week, swept in four games. Uh, after uh, I think they were the number two, maybe even the number one pre-playoff uh, betting pick to win it all. They were. Yeah. If you if you had wanted to bet before. Uh, the play-in games, uh, you could, you, you wouldn't have gotten a very good. I, I think, I think the number was five hundred. They, they were either the, uh, either the first or second pick. They were, they were, they were definitely the best, the lowest betting choice out of the East. That's interesting. Yeah. Well. Yeah. Yeah. Everybody thought. You know, Kyrie and uh, and KD could just turn it on, and you know, if Simmons played, that would be helpful. And that's uh, I just analysts sometimes, uh, yeah, just don't seem to. And and they they both got outplayed big time in the in the Celtics series. So yeah, and let me just say let me just say now that the Celtics look like the best team in the East after one series so yeah I would agree yeah so uh, if Tatum and Brown keep playing the way they're playing and the supporting cast they have well and smart of course defensive player of the year was playing like defensive player of the year they they continue that uh, they will uh, well you know the Bucks are defending champions we'll see they play them next and that, that should be that should be fun so there you go it should yeah. I'm looking forward to it yeah, well, do you, do you like since Sean Sean sometimes listens, so we we have to drop his name. Sean Sean's all on the Sixers beating the Heat. Are, are you in agreement that, that that's what's going to happen? No. Yeah, I. They might beat them, but I. And, and of course, I say that when I can't name. Uh, other than Jimmy Butler, can I tell you who plays for the Heat? But uh, yeah, I—they're they, definitely—it's the Sixers are the four seed, Heat's the, the the one. The Heat has been to the NBA championship recently and uh, have a lot of experience. Spolstra knows how to do this, uh, so it will be another good series. Uh, but I—I I don't know that I would count on the Sixers. Uh, yeah, coming out of it. Yeah. Don't do it. Rely on that organization. Well, and, and Embiid's hurt a little bit. He's got a thumb injury, so that mm-hmm. that can't help. 
Uh, you never know what Harden's going to do in terms of team play, and, and we all know he doesn't really play D, so uh, it's uh, there are a lot of question marks, but uh, uh, Sean, Sean is a fan, so uh, it's interesting that uh, we'll talk about our friend Sean. Sean is a, a Sixers fan, but is a Washington Commanders fan. Yeah. As yesterday, that was quite shocking. Yeah, well. Uh, I did not know that. Yeah, well, I. And it, se- it seems geographically odd, but maybe only a little, but who knows? Th- different things drive different people to different things. But uh, yeah, the, to be, be such a Sixers homer and not be an Eagles homer, uh, too, is. Uh, yeah, there, there must be something in there. And, I'm sure he will explain it to us at some point. So, yeah, the Mavs, the Mavs won last night, so you're still in it. Yeah, Mavs looking good, man. Well, Doncic, Doncic is back, and I, he looked like he was a hundred percent last night. So uh, if he's playing for them, they've got a chance, right? Yeah, he's uh, he facilitates. A lot on that team. Their their assists have been down. Um, I mean, they only had. Well, I guess they had twenty two last night. Luca had eight. That's pretty good for a game. Yeah. Um, yeah, twenty four points, eight assists. Not a bad game. Nine nine rebounds. Yeah. So, what are their chances against the Suns? night and played and the one paragraph uh, summary said he looked like he was healthy so uh, if he's back they are uh, you know he's their best player and so they're if they're at full strength you know they're the number one seed out of the west so you would expect you know you expect them to win this series so uh, yeah I think 32 minutes I'd say he's pretty healthy yeah I, I don't know uh the two three series between the Warriors and the uh, uh, Grizzlies. Uh, every time, why does that not make sense to me? Okay, anyway, uh, the Warriors and the Grizzlies. Uh, it should be a good series, a two three series. I guess I don't have a great handle on the Grizzlies to know how much of a threat they might be, but the Warriors played pretty well in the in the first round. So, yeah. yeah. So. Oh, I thought they'd won the. That's right. Yeah. They did. They didn't win the other night. They, did they, they won, but they did not win the series, did they? No. Correct. Yeah, right. they're up three two, so they just got to win one of the next two games. But oh. you certainly don't want to. Uh, I I wouldn't want to take this to a game seven. I no, you not, you never want to play a game seven. No, no. Uh, but but that that means they're on the road tonight. So. Hmm. <laughs> Yeah, well, uh, I uh, there's shit shit happens in the NBA, and I guess that's always true if you watch enough games in basketball. But how they let Moran just drive to the basket at the end the other night 
that somebody doesn't do something to keep him from making a winning layup uh, is kind of a little shocking. But yeah, you see that dunk he had? That was pretty badass. Well, he is he is badass. There's no doubt about it. He's uh, he's a handful. So uh, yeah. if they move forward, obviously he's the he's the the star. I don't know if he's their best player really, but he's the he's the name and the star. So. Uh, but yeah, I, I, he he made that one, and uh, the one that uh, Celtics won the first game of their series that they they let Tatum have a layup at the end to win by one was like, how do you fuck up that bad that uh, you're giving up a layup to the guy you know the best guy on the floor, right? It's not like surprise, I got a layup, but it's the guy you would expect to be taking the shot and handling the ball doing it, so. Yeah, sometimes these things are, like you say, that's why you don't want to go to the seventh game. Speaking of which, uh, I guess I wasn't up late, and probably you weren't either, but you're lucky the Mavs uh, won last night, too. Yes, he was only a two-point game. Well, Bogdanovich had had an open three at the end and missed it. Yeah, he's a pretty good three-ball shooter, so him... Yeah, again, leaving leaving their best three ball shooter uh, alone down uh, down two the end of the game does not seem like a good strategy. But yeah, no, but they've they've turned on their defense here these last few games. That's for sure. No, well, I, yeah, well, that's uh, you know what they say in the NBA. Uh, the rest of the season they don't really care, but when it gets to be playoff times, teams can actually play defense actually uh, do well. Yeah. said Moon Knight. So, uh, is there only one more episode? Uh, I'm not sure. I didn't really pay that much attention to it, but one thing I did hear is that it is, I, it's been, uh, it was submitted into the um, Emmys or whatever as a limited series. Mm-hmm. So that means that there won't be a second season. Really? I guess they did that with Wanda too. Uh, it looks mm-hmm. like. Yeah, Wanda's so. gonna be. And then now she's a major part of the new um, Doctor Strange Doctor movie. Strange movie that comes out next week, which looks really. Bad. I might have to go to the theaters for that. I think it, some of the effects will be lost at, uh, in the home theater. Ah, uh, okay. Well, yeah, it's been a long time, John. I, I'm not sure the place won't crumble if you actually darken the doors. 
<laughs> I mean, it's been it's been over two years since I've been inside a movie theater. Yeah, well, you and a lot of other people, I think. So. All right, so Moon Knight, as wild as it is, is going to conclude, I think, in, in one more episode, and we're sitting here talking, and uh, uh, I, one of us should be one of us should be looking it up, John, you know. Yeah, well, that's what, I mean, I already saw that, that that was kind of stated that there was only going to be one more, oh, how many episodes? Yeah, yeah. is, it, is yeah. it a six, is it an eight, is it a ten? Cause, well, it's more than one, because... Uh, well, yes and no, John. You, you seem to be paying a different kind of attention to it than I am, but six six episodes, it says. Yeah, it's one more episode. Yeah. Well, right. Uh, so, there you go. I, and as I flick through my uh, IMDB app, uh, I, I was reminded that uh, we watched a movie at home on Sunday, uh, uh, Old Knives, uh, with... Uh, Chris Pine and and uh, what's her name Thandy Newton. Yeah. Oh, that sounds good. Like uh, it's it's a it's a spy thriller thing, so which I like, and and, and it had it had uh, enough twists and turns, and it kept us talking on our our afternoon walk about why did they do this, why did they do that, blah 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 blah. But so, yes, it's quite good, and I think it's on Prime. So. Yep, I just looked. It says watch, watch now on Prime. Watch yeah. now on Prime, yes. But but it's funny, Chris Pine. They put, well, I think they put gray in his hair to make him look older because there's it's a time span thing uh, over the course of the thing. It's just kind of, you know, yeah, you just can't pull that off. You know, it just just looks like Chris Pine with shit in his hair. So yeah, <laughs> yeah. Chris. Chris Pine with shit in his hair. That sounds like a good episode title. Yeah. Yeah, could be. Yeah. Could be. Yeah. There you go. Well, here we are. John uh, killed another uh, piece of everybody's lifetime, and uh, and, and I think we're. Well, we didn't talk about that night too much, so. No, no. I I think your sister will be happy, and uh, I haven't seen what she did for the wardle today, but she's uh, bar is pretty high. Yeah, she uh, she got it in three. She got it in three. So I'm the Billy Gideon today. Yeah. I'm going. I'm, I'm I'm going to have to get. I'm going to have to get out the uh, the the appropriate Mimi, huh? Yes, you will. <laughs> all right. Yeah. So, all right, John. Uh, have a good weekend. All right, bro. You okay. too. Have a great weekend. All right. Take care. Yes, sir. Bye. Bye.